What's up, Brave Hearts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of A Scared to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. Today, we have a special guest in the house. Now, before I bring, <laughs> before I bring her on, and of course, you know how happy I get when I have guests on because uh, there's so many interesting things we're going to discuss on this topic. Uh, Should we publicize our relationships on social media? That's the question for today. And I have with me today, my next guest is a mom. She's a content creator, a business owner of Jackie O Management, which I had the honor of working with. I'm a client of hers, so make sure you support the business. And and she helps keeping with accounting uh, bookkeeping, consulting, and also with income tax services. And I want to welcome Bravehearts community. Jackie, what's going on with you today? Hey, hey, everybody. Hi, Sean. Thanks for having me on. Listen, this has been a long time coming, and we here. <laughs> and yeah, thank you for the intro. I think I don't think you missed anything. I, you know, I, I'm a mom. I'm a grandmama, too, so... Yeah, and all the other good stuff in between. I'm a part-time content creator now, so. Oh, ah, okay. Well, part-time, you know, it's all good. We, just, You know, you still create content. It's all good. Yeah. Um, and again, you have helped me with my business, so I appreciate you for that as well. So I worked with you on the business side as well as connecting yeah. with you uh, and got a chance to actually connect with you at the Smoke Free. Yes, listen, I was so excited about Smoke Free um, weekend in Houston. I got to meet a whole lot of people who I just normally see on, you know, social media in general. So it was good to uh, get everybody together and just have a great group um, weekend. It was it was a great weekend. It was really good. It was. It mine's. It was short. I got to meet everybody, but I was like, ah, I got to leave. And I missed the festivities, at least some of them. I was so mad, but I got to meet your beautiful wife, though. So that was amazing. So, oh, yeah. yes. So everybody, she's just as beautiful in person as she <laughs> is on the the pics that you see on, on his social media. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's what's up. That's my girl. I wanted to talk about this with you today because uh, this whole thing with publicizing our relationships on social media. Real quick, quick backstory. This is personal to me because I remember when I first met my wife. She was like, or when we first started dating, not even when we met, but when we started dating, she was like, I'm not going to post you until I know that I know that I know that we good. And I was just like, really? I was posting pictures of her already. I was like, well, we're official. She was like, uh, she's a little more discreet. <laughs> I don't blame her. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm a little old school. I was like, look, we made it official. We're going to make it happen. She was like, nah kind of been on this road before i'm not gonna mm-hmm. post somebody and then you know it don't work out and i gotta delete the pictures and all the other stuff so listen i'm super old school um we didn't even have social media back in the day <laughs> just saying it was all about word of mouth and if you see me in the street <laughs> come on now come on now <laughs> that's it you know and then it's like if you're not together no more you're just not together no more and i don't know it's just it, it's a it's a quiet breakup technically mm-hmm. and then of course you know either friends or family who know whatever but at the end of the day it was a quiet 
breakup. It wasn't all publicized on platforms. The going back and forth and the dramas and and all that stuff. So yeah, more peaceful back then. It was right. You know, you mm-hmm. broke up. That was it. That was mm-hmm. it. I mean, of course, you're going through your heartbreak, but you're going through your heartbreak in private. Mm. Okay, and you're not letting out all your pain and hurt on social media because there was no social media. <laughs> Oh yeah. oh yeah you know maybe maybe you got a letter if they really cared about you maybe they wrote you a little letter <laughs> i'm gonna write a letter I, I you know i never wrote a letter per se and mailed it to said person i think i just wrote a letter to get my feelings out on paper because i feel like that was the release for me you know that was like social media just releasing it on paper mm-hmm. instead of plastering it all on a you know twitter or whatever you know so. yeah that's a good way of releasing too mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i think for uh for me i got i got maybe two letters from like old girlfriends or whatever explaining really? why yeah like they took some time to be like hey you know my feelings and all these other things and, and i actually got them and i was just like oh man that sucks but i never <laughs> wrote back i was just like eh, oh i guess it's over <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. I feel like, okay, so I have a hard time expressing myself verbally, like like talking, you know, talking. I can express myself better on paper. So I'm thinking those ladies, you know, were able to get everything they wanted to say off on paper because the person who's supposed to be listening sometimes and I'm not just saying men because women do it too we, we don't listen like this person is telling us how they feel and we're just sitting there listening listening to respond instead of actually taking in what they're saying and too busy trying to deflect and not take the blame because that's all we're thinking that they're blaming us when they're really not they're just saying how they feel it doesn't mean that you agree with how they're feeling but you know piggybacking off of a tweet that I saw you do yesterday I believe just acknowledge it that's it just acknowledging is not saying you agree and and the whole thing is about communication we don't communicate no more we don't know how to communicate with each other no more so with with all these social media platforms we don't know how to communicate Mm-mm. no we don't know how to communicate the art of communicating is not there anymore like when the women took the time to write you that letter that's an art i agree yeah so yeah it's not there yeah people will shoot you a quick text message or maybe they will ghost you you know I get it with all the different types of accessibilities out there, whether it be through a regular phone call, text, DMs, whatever. It's like pick your poison because your relationships are different with people. Like I might, there's people out there that I know our conversations are way better in person. And we like, and we might not even talk again until we see each other in person. You know, quick little text, hey, how you doing or whatever, but we don't. And then there's some people who I really just text. Like, I know that's our conversation. We can mm-hmm. get everything off in a text conversation. And then some people, are, I have to pick up the phone and call them. So it's just about the different types of relationships that you have with different people. So that's interesting. So you do have people that you have kind of in this funnel where you like, we can communicate just through text and mm-hmm. that's okay mm-hmm. and because i feel like i feel like me and the other parties we understand that that's how we vibe better you know like 
why would I want not trying to be rude? Yeah. If I come, if I go hang out with somebody and and there's dead air. There's dead air. We're not talking. We're both looking around. We're all, we're picking up phones and stuff. And then it's just weird because then it's like, hey, why we ain't talking like we talk on the phone or how? We... So you you gotta learn your relationships with different people. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I... you... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say because I've met people online. It's almost as if they were better online than offline. Mm-hmm. You meet them in person. It's like, yeah. Okay, let me tell you why. Because they they not they not giving you the same thing. Like they give you this persona here, but then when you really meet them in person, this you really getting the kitten caboodle. Like if you meet me or talk to me, you're getting that same energy. I don't care. Like you're gonna get happy, mad, sad, whatever form, but you want to know that okay, Jackie's this is the same Jackie across the board. That's it. I, I don't have time to put on a persona for nothing and nobody to keep up with so and i don't want nobody to ever say what you just said like i like this person was dope online but when i met her in person like yeah <laughs> <laughs> listen i'm dope all over there you go <laughs> no that's real because uh i was interviewing with the uh with the knights with the drunken mm-hmm. ice when we were out in uh houston you know you know shout out to the knights and uh, I remember Swoop was like, he's like, yeah, man, y'all like the same talking about my wife. And I was like, man, y'all the same like online as the way I see y'all in person, you know. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was a huge compliment because like I just am who I am, mm-hmm. whether we recording or you see me in person. I'm like, so I, I guess it's easy for me. But I guess if maybe if you grew up with a phone in your hand, maybe mm-hmm. you have a tough time with trying to figure out, I guess, real life from yeah if you grew up with social media you having a hard time period because i got to experience everything i was in the era where the commodore was the first pc atari was the first game system you know so i got to experience everything so i feel like i can adjust and adapt but at the same time growing up in that era and seeing everything it don't it can be a plus or minus for me at my age at this point in time so yeah yeah i mean shoot you're still young you know we hey we, we speaking <laughs> it <laughs> i mean all i'm just saying <laughs> no but i remember those days though I remember the old, you know, days we, we grew up in an era where we played outside, but we also yes. had video games too, mm-hmm. you know, so with my kids, I got little kids now. I mean, I got a one-year-old and a three-year-old and a seven-year-old, right? I got an 18-year-old mm-hmm. daughter too, so I'm all over the place. Get them out the house. That's all I can say. Just make sure you, you get the kids out the house because I grew up, we played until the streetlights came on. Mm-hmm. And want no video games like that. Like I said, we were introduced to Atari, you know. Yep. So, yep. and then as as I got older, of course the systems got better, and then I had kids of my own. And now look what my kids were doing. They were sitting in the house playing games and not running outside and playing hide and go seek or freeze tag and red light green light. But <laughs> y'all, listen, y'all close to fifty than forty. Let's get it together. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, but that's what's up. We out here. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about relationships and, mm-hmm. and online and, and, and stuff like that. Do you see, and I guess maybe I want to talk about more black men in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see men 
black men publicize their relationships I'm, it's from a, from a man's perspective because i think women don't have a problem with doing it mm-hmm. but men i think we kind of take a different approach i don't really see too many guys uh because some people even look at some people look at me sometimes and they like you're doing too much and i'm like no this is real like you you happy that's how you want to express your you know what you share if that's how you want to express your world to us then so be it and then if you was posting drama and madness and negative stuff, they would not say that to you that you're doing too much. They would they want to feed off of negativity. They like what's wrong with just having somebody spread some love on on a social media platform. And I and I think that's what you do. You know, so if anybody says something opposite of that, then they just miserable. Sorry. They're not happy and they're deflecting it on you. Okay? So to answer your question, I don't want to say it's a difference between men and women. Um, I think we approach, we do approach things differently. From my experience, um, I had a husband. He never posted me on social media. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, people didn't know this man was married. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even when things fell apart or whatever, whatever, people really never knew this man. Mm. was married so that so that makes me question like why did you never ever not post me even when we're married it's different when you just dating and stuff we actually married so why you ain't never post me on social media whatsoever it's because he was living a whole nother life baby and he was still living his he was still living a single life and women still just thought he was single even if even if people heard in the streets that he was married, he could convince this person he won't marry. So that's one reason why a man ain't gonna post you on social media, period. Because he got a whole he got a whole nother lifestyle that he living and he ain't sharing it. And if the man tells me, like, oh, you know, what's us, what's us for us and between us, which could be true in some aspect, but to never ever post now one picture and you can go through i'll delete stuff i don't have time to go back and delete facebook pictures Mm -hmm. so you can see my old history and see where i posted him you know during that time and period in my life you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so that's one aspect they out there doing doing stuff they ain't got no business doing shoe on the other foot same thing for the ladies they out there doing something they ain't got no business doing now for me i have no issues with posting my mate on social media Mm. and you know but before all of my hurt and pain and stuff I had to go through with the ex Mm -hmm. if I get in a relationship now I'm I'm like your wife I'm not posting you yeah like I swallowed everything nobody's gonna know Jackie's dating or even in the inclination of getting married until I do an Issa Rae and post me in a wedding dress like that that's how private I'm gonna be with my my space you know what i'm saying Mm. because like when you start sharing stuff like that it's like a free for all you leaving yourself open for anything Mm. anything so and then like i said some people just don't want to see you happy Mm -hmm. and and some people might want to try to interfere with it and like when i say I want us to be us and this is for us and I don't want to share everything. Yeah. I, I, that's what I genuinely mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can respect that. I can respect people's privacy to a mm-hmm. degree, you know, cause some people, they just like, just because I didn't post it don't mean it didn't happen, mm-hmm. you know? So 
I respect that to to the fullest. Uh, I think for me, uh, sometimes I think some of it is about. Um, it's almost like you can never say that you didn't know I was I, I wasn't you know that I wasn't married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. like you can't be like oh you you know no no you can like you say i don't delete any of my pictures any things of that nature mm-hmm. so if you see these pictures it's like nah and then even sometimes it's almost like a buffer it's like you know what if i you know connected to you or whatever it ain't mm-hmm. even going down like that like you already know what's you know like mm-hmm. nah i'm good um and then sometimes but sometimes the lines get blurred with some people because some people if you're being nice, it sometimes they might think you're flirting with them. Right, right. You know. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, how do you feel about that? As far as like, how are are you nice? Do you feel like you you being more nice to people online? Uh, do people kind of approach you like thinking that maybe you're flirting or 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 no? Okay, listen. Here's my thing. <laughs> um, I approach people the same way, whether it's online or in person. So I just like. I, I do flirt. I'm I'm a grown woman. If I see an attractive man, but I will tell you this: I don't just come out the gate and be like. Argh. I come out the gate and I ask certain questions to find out if said male is single, what level of singleness he is, or is he if he's married. So when when I know the status, gathering the information and what he's telling me, that I'm going off of what he's saying. I back off. Like, if you tell me you got a girlfriend, but y'all ain't that serious, I don't care. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And especially if you tell me you got a wife, I'm out. Yeah. When you when you clarify how single you are, then that lets me know how far I can go with the flirtation. Because I'm not going to disrespect nobody else's union. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, that's just me. I flirt, yeah. but I flirt with respectfully. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So you're saying that there's levels to singleness. That's what you're saying. I mean, I'm work, yeah, it is. I mean, think about it. If you, okay, I'm single. Right. I'm not okay. Everybody's single until they're married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that's just period. So even if you're dating somebody monogamously, you still single because you're not married. So there is levels to singleness. Like I, you single like a dollar bill. Well, I'm single like a dollar bill. Not you. I'm single like a dollar bill because I don't have no prospects. I'm not I'm not talking to nobody. I'm like the bottom of the barrel single. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you got you got levels of singleness where people have, I don't like calling them rosters, but they have they they are actually dating. I don't like saying rosters. If you do it right, you're actually dating to get to know people. And then if you if you come across somebody that tickles your fancy more than the rest of the people. You, what you start doing, you start dropping them off and you start focusing on that one part. That's dating. Nobody does that no more. Find me somebody that I can date because nobody's dating no more. Okay? Mm-hmm. Everybody's dating to get in the draws. Mm-hmm. You're not dating to get to know the person. Now, if y'all come out the gate saying this is what it is, let's just be friends and kick it, and y'all don't not understand that, that's different. Right. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people say that's, that's, that that's what they want, that's what it is, but and at the end of the day, it's, it's repercussions, okay? Yeah. So just make sure you get into those situationships, that's what they call, mm-hmm. with the right people who are really want situationships, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because I was, I was taught, I was uh, had a guest on the show a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We were talking about shouldn't dating be easy? And 
<laughs> it should be, but it's not. Yeah. And this isn't to take away from anyone's experience. Mm-hmm. But in today's market, and I, you know, I might catch some flack for this, but don't anybody don't come for me who hears it. <laughs> All I'm saying is in the generation that we're in, people like, hey, tell me my situation, tell me where we're at in this, and mm-hmm. we can act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, back in the day, and I guess I'm telling my age, when we were growing up, you had to have game. You couldn't mm-hmm. just be like, Hey girl, um, I got this chick over here, but I still want to get down with you. What you think? Back in our day, it was just kind of more of like you, and I'm not saying it's okay, but you had to have game. You had to be able to talk to her and, mm-hmm. and kind of woo her, you know, this whole thing and, and invest some time. And then you go from there. But today it's just like, uh, if we, if we want to hook up, then we just hook up and that's what we do. So that's it. I'm, I'm a, listen, you definitely had to have game because you want to know why? All we had was telephones and at some point there was pagers. Yeah. So if you call the number the chick gave you and, and daddy, sister, brother answered the phone and she not there and then y'all just taking messages for her and the guy keeps, you know, he's being consistent. He's calling like he's really interested in, and if you finally get this person on the phone, it, it's, it could be work. But at the, at the same time, you're right. You got to have swag. It, you know you had some some type of swag if she actually gave you her real phone number. Okay? So. Yeah, right. Now now you just, now you got DMs. You got, you got cell phones. You got texts. You, you got email. You got all kinds of crap now like how you can communicate and talk to people. And it's the the multiverse is open. Mm-hmm. And then what do you do when you have so much to choose from? It just makes things harder. And I think that's one of the things that makes people have a monogamous relationships harder. Now you can date people continental because you can slide in their DMs. You can date people multi-states because you can slide in their DMs. Back in the day, if, I, if you lived in Virginia, Virginia, I grew up in Virginia, East Virginia, mm-hmm. who was I hollering at? People in that vicinity catching the bus or driving a car. That's it. Now people hopping on planes, trains, and the same. No, that's that's real because it is that age. I think most people are just a swipe away, right? It's just like it's almost so many options. I guess with me, when 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 I um, because contrary to popular belief, once upon a time I was single. Um, people just think I've been married my whole life. I spent a lot of years married, but anyway, that's beside the point. When I did date, when I you know went through my divorce or whatever, I did. Um, when I talked to my wife online and I met her on Instagram, it was cool that she lived in a different state because you know I had to. I was forced to know her more as a person. We just couldn't just yeah. sleep together. You know, I have. I have. I was forced to know her as a person. You was forced to date, man. <laughs> Yeah, right. Nobody's doing that no more. Like y'all actually took the time to get to know each other, dislikes, likes, um, what are your beliefs and all, all that stuff. So mm-hmm. y'all built a foundation, which is obviously on a solid, firm, strong foundation. And y'all just built grew from there. So yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh can you talk to me about um your journey through marriage and divorce yes. and I <laughs> Because I, I want I, <laughs> I want you to be able to help somebody and and like what did, what did you learn throughout your process 
And what kind of advice can you give to people who desire to marry? Because people on Twitter the other day, people were saying that they still desire marriage. I'm like, really? That's interesting. I Okay. So, so the, I, I would love to know the people who responded and said that they still desire marriage. Have they been married multiple times? That's what I want to know. Because this girl been married multiple times. Mm. Okay. So the first time I got married, I was, I was like right at 30. I was 30. And I mean, I'm giving you all the realizations. Now, now we were we were friends. When we met, we were friends and we should have just stayed friends. We shouldn't have gotten married to each other. And but we got married. And the thing is, the reason why I, I got married because I, you know, I thought I loved him, you know, and then I felt like I can grow to love him like he deserves to be loved. But I, I had three kids single. I didn't think I'm, I didn't ever think a man was going, another man was going to come around and love me and my kids, you know, the way he did. So, and then, you know, I have, you got your aunts and your grandmas all in your head throughout your life saying, girl, if you ain't married by the time you're 30, people going to think something wrong with you. That, uh, I'm old school, y'all. So like I said, I'm closer to 50 than anything. <laughs> I'll be 48 in 2022, Lord willing. So that was the first marriage. So anyway, I finally realized like, you you're not giving him what he deserves so I, I i you know i walked away from it you know everything respectfully we still friends till this day but at the end of the day you know that's that was a choice i made that didn't take me to the path i thought it was going to take me okay so now here i go again doing this thing again but bear in mind yes i have been married twice so what does that mean Two men asked me to marry them. Some of y'all ain't have one man ask y'all to marry them. So don't come for me talking about, oh, she been married and divorced twice. Let me know if you have one person. Pop down on that knee, give you a ring. Hi. So listen. All right. So here's the thing. Here I am with the second marriage stuff. Now, I was crazy in love with this man. The sunrise set on him. Like, I put him on this pedestal. Now I realize I should have never put him up there. You never put no man or woman, fellas, or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. You don't put that person up there on that pedestal like that. If anybody needed to be on that pedestal, it was your, it's yourself. Okay? You got, you got, you know, God, so keep it going. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So, but I think I had that man above God. Okay? I thought he probably was God. But anyway, so listen. So, obviously, long story short, I found out, you know, he was cheating. But here's the thing. That wasn't the deal breaker. I was hurt and everything. We were separated. I, I, I forgave him. You know, yeah. when you forgive somebody, you really forgive them for yourself so you can move on and move past. And when I'm, and I wanted to try to reconcile. So we tried to reconcile once and it didn't work. Um, separated in 2013, July 2013. This thing dragged out until May 2018, I believe. Yeah, so, but because I kept trying to work this thing out, but at the end of the day, he was just keeping me on this little string dangling. Like he didn't want me, he didn't want me to be with nobody else or whatever, but he still wanted to be able to do what he wanted to do in general, you know, basically have his cake and eat it too. So he did enough to keep me there for all these years separated. And finally, I, you know, finally, the, the epiphany came and I had to let it go. Okay, so got divorced. So I thought everything was going to be white as rain, right? <laughs> Y'all, like, 
I really went through the five stages of grief, but I didn't know I was, that's what I was going through. It takes me, I process stuff different. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I process it backwards to go forward. So when I realized I was going through the five stages of grief, I thought I had hit those marks and I was, I'm thinking I'm at, you know, the fourth step and I'm already, and I'm getting to five, but then something happened and I realized I was depressed as hell. Like I was stuck in depression. Mm-hmm. I was stuck in depression. And then once I finally realized I was, that's where I was and everything. I went to, te- I, I did go to therapy. I had to go, I had to go to therapy to move on and, and, and rebuild my life. Cause I always say my life started over at 40. So um me too not alone I had to like I I literally life started over for me at 40 so um yeah therapy saved me you know it took me a long time to get there but I couldn't I couldn't heal myself no more like as I was a young whippersnapper and then growing up going through my teens and 20s and 30s and stuff that that ordeal with that relationship broke something in me that I couldn't repair myself anymore. So I needed outside help to put the pieces back together. Mm. So, and then I'm here, you know, and I look at stuff different and I see things different. And like, here's the thing, this is where I'm at right now, um, everybody. I'm not dating. I ain't been seeing nobody seriously since, you know, the ex-husband and everything. So I know I know that I ain't gonna blame the fidelity on the breakup. It was more than the infidelity. You know, I wanted to just blame everything on him, but going through therapy, I had to realize that it won't just him. Maybe I had shortcomings. I want perfect. You know, maybe I could have did things different. It, it was all about communication. I didn't, we did not talk. And then even when we was dating and, and we met each other, I realized we did not talk. Mm-hmm. If I realized everything I see now, we would have, I would have never married him. Mm-hmm. We don't, we wasn't talking when we was dating. What the hell makes me think we talking when we, we communicating properly when we married. Mm-hmm. So it was a whole lot of shortcomings on both of our parts and stuff. So at the end of the day, I know I needed to work on me and heal me to be a better version of me. So when I do stumble across and, and, be ready for another relationship mm. it's not that version of that woman who who was married to that man mm. so here's the dealio i ain't gonna lie a part of me is still that version of that woman mm-hmm. because of the way how i love people and how how i love in general and it's like i don't know if i can switch that you know, I, I, I'm not going to make no the person the sunrise and the sunset no more, but I got to learn that balance. Like, I need my personal space. I need my girl time. He needs his personal space. He needs his guy time. So I, I can't be somebody's world, and I don't, want, I don't want a person to be my world either. So I'm still trying to develop that, that balance. And that's why I say I'm not ready, because I'm scared I'm going to fall back into that orbit again. So... Mm-hmm. I'm holding myself back, mm. you know, but I just feel like I'm just not, not ready yet. I'm not there. And then I don't know if I'm going to get there. Yeah. And that's why I say I'm very content right now with being single because the world has changed. You got dating apps, you got COVID. When I was married, we didn't have all that stuff. Like I think 
like MySpace and stuff just got popular and everything when I got married or whatever. So yeah. I never experienced Black Planet. I never experienced any type of dating app. And all this stuff is here now and I'm divorced. And I want to meet somebody organically. And swiping left or right on the app ain't organically to me. Let me bump into you at a, a bowling alley when I'm just hanging out with the homegirls. Let me bump into you at the grocery store. Let me bump into you at, a, at an event. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But COVID stopped a lot. COVID stopped a, a lot of that stuff too. So how am I supposed to meet somebody now when the world is different? And that's what I meant by that tweet. The world is different. Mm. And I'm not changing with it. Mm. And yeah, because I was going to ask you about that tweet. Because I, I tweeted you. Mm-hmm. I said, we got to talk about this. Because in your tweet, mm-hmm. you said, I've made peace with not having a mate. The world is different. And I haven't changed with it. And I, I thought that was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hearing what you're saying now, because, you know, we are in this COVID age and and, and social media and stuff like that, especially if we uh, coming from a different era. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think being older, uh because life started over for me at 40 at 40 as well going through a divorce and mm-hmm. getting out there again like you say that whole social media thing and talking to somebody online you like whoa right oh, oh. <laughs> yeah because i couldn't because <laughs> jackie i'm telling you because when i when i was talking to my wife i was like this is totally different because i've never been on any other dating apps the uh was it plenty of fish and and christian uh, mingo and all of them never yeah, been on any of all them. that stuff yeah i, I haven't i i that, now i have created a profile mm-hmm. and my friend john he he be swiping left and right for me but i've never ever actually linked up hooked up i don't mess with it it's, i was trying like i was trying to force myself to change with the world but mm-hmm. i don't want to do i don't want to do these damn apps now, ask me again. I'm in, now. I'm in Houston now. I have relocated from Virginia to Houston. Y'all, y'all know what they say about these men in Houston. I don't know. So maybe I need to get on an app. <laughs> maybe you should get on the app, Jackie. We were we were in Houston. Uh, we were in Houston last last weekend. Okay. You know, hey, it's, it's a lot of people out here. It's, it's a lot of people. It's a lot of places. Now, don't get me wrong. I've been out there mixing and mingling and stuff. So may, maybe I can meet somebody organically without getting on the app. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll yeah. See. Yeah. We just live in a different day and age. You never mm-hmm. know who you might meet. So I, I never thought I would have met my wife online. I thought that I probably would have met her at a grocery store. But yeah, here we are, you know, almost, well, four years in so you know maybe you know just give it a chance i'm open to it i'm not saying never i'm open to it but i have not had a man approach me like men don't approach me i don't know if i have don't bother me on my forehead tattooed and invisible ink or something but men do not approach me and i'm just like am i not approachable i don't know maybe it's the energy i'm giving off like don't f with me energy (laughs) As I was about to say, do you have on a mean face, Jackie? Because I had a. I'm really a sweetheart, though. 
you are. And, and even on, uh, there was a, a lady that I was on Clubhouse one day and she asked me, she said, I don't get men to approach me. She said, what am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. And I told her, and since she asked me, I was like, I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. She had on the, the resting bitch face on her uh, profile picture. You you know you, you smiling on yours, but I'm just saying you know you. It, but when I'm in person, I I can't, I do have a guard. I think I have this guard, and maybe I do give off this energy like don't bother me energy, you know whatever. I think but I think when somebody does start talking to me, my whole face changes and I start smiling. You know I smile when I talk and all that stuff. But I'm, if I'm just sitting there and I'm on my phone, maybe I do look like. You know, resting bitch face. So who knows? Y'all need to let me know. When y'all meet me, let me know if my my face is resting like a bitch. Yeah, I mean, because to me, me personally, Mm -hmm. as a man, there's nothing more attractive than a black woman who smiles. Yeah, I smile more often. (laughs) Yeah, it's very inviting. I was in a grocery store, it's about, it's probably about three months ago. And this girl worked there. I guess she thought I was trying to holler at her or something, mm-hmm. right? I walked up on her. She just automatically assumed that I was going to ask for her number or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was looking for something in the in the aisle. But mm-hmm. the way she looked at me was like, oh my God, please don't say nothing to me. And I was just thinking, <laughs> girl, you work here. You know what I'm saying? How did she react when you asked her where the tomatoes were or something? Whatever you asked her. Jackie, her face went from resting bitch face to uh not happy, but mm. just more of like just base level. I'm at work, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I was just like, mm, you know, because my wife she always tell me she like, you always showing your 32 teeth in your mouth. Every time you talk to <laughs> somebody, you always smiling. And I'm just like, to me, that's just me by default. Hey. <laughs> Listen, you happy at home too. That's 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 saying a whole lot when your them thirty two teeth always showing. <laughs> yeah, you probably right. She probably thought you was going to approach her if she reacted like that. So yeah, I, I will say this though. Um, I probably do give off something because most time when a guy approaches me, my brain automatically goes to you're only talking to me because you're trying to figure out how long it's going to take for you to get into my panties. You know what I'm saying? And I swear, that's been my first thought every time since I've been single, okay? So I will say I did actually have a conversation with somebody and that thought never crossed my mind. So that was refreshing to know that I I can have a conversation with a gentleman, you know, uh, fluently because the conversation never stopped. It was a good conversation and nothing nasty or sexual. I haven't had a conversation like that probably ever with a man to be honest with you because if I had the conversations with the the same the same first conversation I had with this gentleman with any one of my ex-husbands I would have never been married because I would have known like this is not the person for me or I know what level of this relationship is going to you know what I'm saying this person is not worth this part of my time like we just going to be friends and keep them moving so we're not communicating like we should. We're not asking the right questions in these streets no more. And then honestly, sometimes when you ask the question, some of these women don't care no more. And I don't understand why. 
you know, because at, at some point you want to be married in some type of monogamous relationship too. So why are you ignoring the fact when a man tells you he's with somebody, you're still trying to pursue him? Just yeah, I have yeah, because I have two two questions that I want to ask you that you know, mm-hmm. thinking as you talk. Um, this thing about monogamy today, I, it seems as if people are 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 uh, pressing up against it where. Mm-hmm. They're pushing like, oh, we don't have to be monogamous in today's age. We were never meant to be monogamous. We're like animals and all sort of stuff. And I'm just thinking like, this is a, a real trend going on. I'm starting to hear a <laughs> lot of people talk about this stuff. And I'm thinking, so y'all just going to throw monogamy out the window, huh? Okay, so I'm not going to say throw monogamy out the window because I'm old fashioned. That's that's what I grew up on. That's what I learned. You know what I'm saying? So, but as I'm older and I'm traveling on this this different journey as a single woman, if I mean technically think about it, go back to biblical biblical times. None of those guys was just with one woman. True. So, I'm going to I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. And I said it before on you know, on Let's Keep It 100 that I do with Nicole Banks. Hey, Nicole, I didn't even mention my book. Hey, well. So I, I feel like monogamy was cre- created based off of money. Somewhere down the line, the government figured out I can make money off of marriage. If we can give people to um, steer this way and say monogamy is the way of life, we're going to give people who won't get married we're going to get people who marriages ain't going to work. They need, they're going to get divorced. What they need, they need lawyers. Uh, at the end of the day, who's getting the money? Government entities are getting the money because you you, you, you got to go to the, the courthouse and get your licenses and stuff or whatever, whatever. You back to court again because you're going to, you getting divorced. You got to hire lawyers so they're making money too. So it's, it's marriage is, is really an institution. It's a Marriage is a business. When people say marriage is a business, it really is. I'm not trying to downplay it or demean it, but at the end of the day, that's how the government looks at marriage, as it's a business. And that's why I feel like monogamy was pushed in our face. Mm -hmm. I really feel like the world didn't start with monogamy. Mm -hmm. It was forced on us. So when you hear those people say, "Uh, we we won't built to be monogamous, Technically, I want to say there's some kind of there's truth to it. Mm-hmm. If you want to go from biblical sense, because I'm telling you, the men won't. It was out there. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Talk about Solomon and David. Yes. You know them guys. They. <laughs> they was out there doing. I'm just saying, no shade. It's all. It's the. It's in, yeah. Ain't that? Ain't that what the Bible said? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Let me ask you this, then. Let me ask you this. So, are What's you? Are, are you okay with sharing? Am I who? Would you be okay with sharing? Okay, I, so I would I, I would be open to it, but it has to be something that's agreeable upon both parties. And I'm gonna be honest with you. Sometimes I feel like if the man comes to you and says he wants an open relationship and you agree with it, that don't mean he's gonna jump on it. That don't mean he's gonna use these hall passes. I think that man just wants to feel like he still has that part of freedom. Mm. I want. I think that I want to say that man wants to feel like he still has options and he can still make choices. Because a lot of men feel like when you get married, it's clank clank. You see what I'm saying? And it's, it really isn't. But 
unfortunately, people go through things and life experiences and that's how you know people come up with the, their way of thinking. Everybody has a different experience with different things, so. Yeah, because as I hear you talk, you talk about the whole marriage piece and people feeling locked down. Because a lot of times mm. I do believe that, unfortunately, we really don't paint a really good picture of marriage. Because a lot of single people will be like, why get married? You know, there's mm-hmm. so many uh, uh, bad, you know, verbiage that people use, the old ball and chain and, and all these different things. Mm-hmm. And so it makes marriage look bad because I, and matter of fact, I was, I, I did a Facebook post the other day. And I talked about, um, I guess it's kind of taking a, a different turn a little bit, but <laughs> I, I asked the question as I asked men, and it's funny because all the women jumped in after of I course asked we them, did. right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how do you feel when your, your wife constantly turned you down for sex? Now, here's the thing, like you said, being locked down because there mm-hmm. were guys who were commenting, I'm going to do a video on this as well. They was like, so she's going to be mad at me if I slept with somebody else. Mm-hmm. so i'm thinking like okay so is this thing really where if if you do have an open relationship are people using this as a as a way like you say to have their freedom because mm-hmm. in marriage things do change yeah because it's like y'all were having crazy sex when when y'all were single you get mm-hmm. married now you ain't doing it no more and he's looking like i'm committed to you and you know i did a couple of videos on it but anyway um, start asking questions though because that's not normal for a woman not to want to have sex with her husband in my mind mm-hmm. normally it's the man that's shooting her down because it's only one or two things baby either you can't get it up or you out there in them streets I'm sorry that's <laughs> it it's only it's only two factors and if you don't talk about it how you gonna figure it out you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so if a woman is we go through things. Maybe our libido kind of dying down. Communicate. Maybe we're not feeling pretty right now because we don't put on 10, 15, 20 pounds. You, you know what I'm saying? And y'all don't get these rolls. Please know. Jackie got rolls. Y'all gonna get them. That's like, <laughs> but no, but you understand what I'm saying? It's all about communication and figuring out. That's the type of man I want. I don't want the man to just be looking and you know not saying nothing let's talk about it so mm-hmm. yeah so it kind of seemed like you are willing to make some changes with the times okay listen <laughs> I, <laughs> I am but i'm still old-fashioned at heart though okay here's the thing i'm old-fashioned if i'm with you and say this man comes to me five ten years down the road and he says this is what i've been thinking this is what i've been feeling I, I love you. I don't want to leave you or nothing like that, but I, I, are you open to having an open marriage? If this man is willing, strong enough mentally to come to me, because a lot of black men are scared to have this conversation. That's the problem. Y'all scared. Y'all, y'all think we automatically going to shut stuff down. And this is why you're not communicating with us properly. Please talk to us. That's all we want. Come to us and express how you feel. I'm not going to shoot you down. I'm like, my husband came to me. This is what he's saying to me. I need to listen. I'm going to be open-minded about it. That's what, I, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to be open-minded about it. I, if I love him enough, and like I said, whatever the conversation leads and how we you know, come to some type of understanding, and the understanding is 
yeah, okay, well, this is what we are. We're going to do this open thing. Who knows? Who says it's open for the rest of our lives? He might get old and tired. You just never know. I'm just saying. I, I, men just don't want to feel like they in this bubble. That's all I'm saying. So, But I am open to, I would be open to it. I'm not saying walking right into and stepping into an open relationship because right. I'm, I'm still old fashioned. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying, if I, if I built something with this person, why would I want... 15 years to go down the drain. We we both changing and evolving. So let's understand what's going on and what's changing and try to like do this change together. So there you go. Let me throw this one thing out there that uh, me and Nicole had this conversation. All licenses are renewal or, you know, you can renew them except for a damn marriage license. I don't know why, but we guess we do. It's all about the point. So what I'm saying is people say, why should I get married? Maybe, okay, if y'all don't want to get married and y'all, this couple has been together for X amount of years and say this person gets sick or whatever, whatever, all of a sudden the mama or the sister or the brother come in, they're making all these decisions. Y'all been together for 20, 15, 20 years, 10 years, whatever, and they pushing you out the door, out the window. You can't make that one decision. You know what your partner wants, but they don't care. They're going to do what they want. How about y'all just go get a power of attorney? Mm -hmm. the, the power of attorney is easy to, you know, dissolve than a, uh, a marriage license. So mm -hmm. it's just a thought for those who are thinking mm -hmm. on a different uh, wave pattern, you mm -hmm. know, but if you're together that long, go, go get at least a, a power of attorney so you can do these things for your partner if they can't do it for themselves later on down the road. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's something to think about. It is. I mean, I mean, the, the real question is, do I want to get married again? It's not on my priority list. It's not on my to-do list anymore. I've done it twice. You know what I'm saying? So that's and nothing against women who, who still have that that pink cloud of, oh, I want to get married. I can't wait to get married. I know what my wedding dress gonna look like. I want the house with the white picket fence. They never experienced it, it before. So let them have that experience. And I hope that's the only one they're gonna have with it. <laughs> but for me, it's just not a priority no more. I, I've, I've experienced it, I lived it. And, and like at this point in my life, I just want a date. I don't want the person in my space every day, in my face every day. And just have some kind of balance or whatever. And I'm good. I just don't need the marriage thing right now in my life. So I hear you. Like you say, you know, been through it before and marriage isn't for everybody. I always tell people, mm -hmm. I'm like, look, it's, it's not for everybody because the, the work that it takes to, to mm -hmm. put into it, you know, it, you have to be intentional yes, every sir. day. I don't mind the work. I, like my ex cheated on me. I was willing to put in the work and forgive and reconcile, but it's just, it just didn't work out. So I, will put in the work my thing is i don't want to put my heart on the line no more to get broke like it was broken before because i don't know how that repair session gonna go you know what i'm saying i, I I'm, I'm at one point I'm, let me tell you something i was so i was gung-ho i was excited about being single again but then when you really out there and you see what it is whoo when they say slim pickings slim pickings so the thing is i was so excited about it i was the the joy the outcome the feelings mm -hmm. 
all outweighed the fear at one point. Today, December 18th, 2021, talking to you at 12.53 p.m., the fear outweighs the possibilities. You see what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm just keeping a 100 up here. I am afraid because... I put my heart out there, it just gets broken. How many times, how many times can you keep putting pieces together? Yeah, yeah. That's you, real. every time you broken, you lose some, you lose a piece of yourself. Yes, you're rebuilding yourself, but you ain't rebuilding yourself to the person you was prior. That person takes something away every time. And when you put these pieces back together, it's not all, it's not, they're not all the pieces ain't there. I'm just saying. Mm. That's true. That that'll preach because yeah, if you break a vase, you know, you can put it back together, but there's still little little mm-hmm. fragments of little nicks and fragments. Mm-hmm. So I'm tired of defragmenting, period. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Because if, even if your computer isn't uh what they call it, defragmented or whatever, mm-hmm. it, how slow it runs, how slow it goes. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's you know, that's how it takes that long for some people to recover because you need to be fragmented. So let, let me let me do this thing where I'm at right now. We'll see how it goes later on in life. But I'm looking forward to new things in 2022. Like I said, I just did this move. I'm excited about it. I wanted a fresh start. That was one of the main reasons why I left my home state of Virginia. And Houston just been so amazing every time I... I would visit and the energy is so different. The people are amazing. And I was like, let me come on over here and see what Texas did. <laughs> hey, represent Texas. Yeah, I never thought I'll be living here, but here I am. You here. Here, here you are, here in, in Texas. Mm-hmm. You know, so listen, small world, baby. Small world. Small world. Jackie, this has been uh I just love the the candid conversation. We I could talk to you for hours because Listen. there's so much I want to ask. Uh <laughs> but I get y'all sneak peek. I know, right? <laughs> for the sake of time, I want to be mindful because you know, people mm-hmm. got short attention spans. It's all good. I hope they I hope they got something out of it. Um and I hope I could, I hope I did help somebody, you know. But yeah, it's all about healing. And it starts with yourself, so. Yes, for sure. Jackie, let everyone know who's listening and watching how they can get in touch with you, your contact information, business, all that other good stuff. Don't get too much of your business out because some people might be trying to- Listen, (laughs) y'all, thank you for listening if you hung out this long. I'm just Jackie. Y'all can catch me. I'm gonna make it real simple. Like I said, part-time content creator. Y'all can go to imjustjackie.com. That's my website. And I haven't posted lately, but it'll have all my YouTube, Twitter, all my social media handles and stuff is up there. If you need help with finances, income taxes, you, um, you want to start a business and you don't know how to start or what type of entity or whatever, contact me. I'm Jackie O Management. I can help you get started and, and grow. You can reach me at Jackie O Management. I'm going to give y'all the easy email. Jackie O Management at gmail.com. There you go. That's the easiest one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or go to the website, JackieOManagement.com. Everything's there for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, for sure. Well, Brave Arts community, you heard it here because Jackie has helped me as well. She's professional. She's fast. Uh, I, I love what she do. I, I'm going to continue to work with her in the future because there's some other things I need to, you know, yes, work with. Come holler at me. 
Oh, yeah, I got you. So make sure, and I'm going to make sure I have everything linked up in the show notes as well. So okay. people can. Thank you so much. I'm sorry it took so long, but you know, I was between the move and everything. It's just, it's, it's been a time, you know, but I'm glad we did it today. It was, it was really good. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I knew we was going to make it happen. Brave <laughs> Hearts <laughs> community, make sure that you hit the subscribe button and share this video. Make sure you connect with Jackie as well. And uh, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts. Um, you listen to your podcast. And also, if you are watching this via YouTube, I would love to hear what you have to say in the comment section um, about today's se- uh, segment. We talked about so much. Um, so, yeah, holla at me. This is Sean Heineman here at It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly with special guest. I'm just Jackie. Yes. Take care, people.